All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, Biden is just dying in most polls around the country. And, you know, after the disastrous press conference, he actually had to tell reporters, I'm not taking any more questions on Russia. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to talk about the minor incursion that might be OK. Listen. The reason we're not going to have any time for questions now is these guys got to get quickly on a plane and go out and do a major announcement in Ohio. And you guys will ask me all about Russia and not about anything having to do with chips. Oh, chips. Maybe he wants maybe we can put a chip in his brain and and prevent this. The RNC put together an, an ad of him, you know, stumbling and mumbling and stammering through this presser last week. Listen, the political coverage. The, it, look. Um, some of the political players and some of the. Let me ask a rhetorical question. No, anyway. I don't even know what to say. Anyway, uh, now his approval rating as low as uh, 33%. Uh, even NBC News had a poll that confidence in Joe Biden. Uh, three quarters of the American people believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. And that's really just the beginning. Three quarters, 72 percent of America is now saying Biden is incompetent. Seventy two percent. And they only found five percent that say that his presidency has been better than expected. With You know, a plurality saying it's much worse than they ever thought it would be. Uh, then there, of course, the Democrats are at war with each other. Bernie Sanders threatening to break with Biden over the failed spending bill. Uh, even Chucky e. Todd is saying that Biden is no longer seen as competent. Voters sound off in a in a town hall on face the nation uh, on the state of the economy and, and the, how Biden is listening to too many liberals. And and he's not the nice guy that he was once perceived as. Uh, anyway, here to go through what these numbers mean. We're not that far away from a midterm election. And uh, we have pollsters John McLaughlin, Matt Towery. Matt is out in the field with his latest. We'll get his information in a couple of days. Uh, John, you just finished your poll. I got an early copy of it today. Thank you. And even in your poll, everything is wrong track with 65 percent. That's not good for anybody. No, and it's driving the, it's driving the vote against the Democrats. And, and when you think of Biden last April, we had, uh, granted, we were Trump's pollster, and, you know, but we call it like we see it. You, you often call me for the inside information, and we talk, talk about it on your show, but Biden had a 58% job approval in April, and he's now got a 57 in our poll of likely voters, 57 disapprove. And when you, this poll is modeled after a 2020 turnout where 51% of these voters in this poll say they voted for Biden. And Biden voters, a quarter of them, almost a quarter of them, 22% now disapprove of the job he's doing. Is 22% of the Democrats disapprove, 25% of the liberals, 25% of the blacks, 50% of the Hispanics, 52% of women, and 45% of urban voters now disapprove of the job he's, he's doing. He, the Democrat base is now cracking up. This is a wave election. The problem is we got till November. But right now, if the election were held, the Republicans would win a landslide. And Donald Trump, in this in this poll of a thousand likely voters across the country, he beats Joe Biden forty nine forty four. He beats Kamala Harris fifty one forty. He beats Hillary Clinton 
51 to 41. I mean, people want an election. They want change right now because the country is, is it's, it, they know it's, it, it, it's too bad we can't have a no confidence vote. It would be better. Now, uh, Republicans were at a nine point generic ballot deficit. Uh, in John's poll, Republicans now have flipped that to a five point advantage. Uh, in Robert Cahaley's poll at Trafalgar, Matt Towery, it was a 13 point Republican advantage. Uh, that's a 22-point swing uh, within a year. That's almost unheard of. Yeah, we have. I've already seen the early numbers on our poll that will be released later today. Um, we're right where John is in terms of the president's disapproval numbers. We have the approval a little bit higher, closer to 40, but that's not great. And the Republican advantage is seven in our poll, so it's somewhere between that, which John has, and that, which Robert has. Look, we're all picking up the same drift, and that is that the country's turning against this administration Interestingly, some other questions I asked tell me that this wokeness is not only unpopular, it is phenomenally unpopular, and that's bleeding over to almost everything that people, how they view the Democrats nationally. That's, that's becoming a phenomenal issue. The only group that I can see that is holding on to Biden at all, ironically, are voters who are 65 and over. They tend to be white, liberal, Democrats, and independents. And I would say to the Republican Party, that's a group you always used to have. The virus is the thing that's motivating them still right now. But the Republicans need to aim their advertising at enlightening these older voters. The other, other demographics have all turned on Biden. And the younger voters are among the ones who dislike him the absolute most. And rarely, John, as you know, do you ever see young voters supporting a Republican or disliking an incumbent Democrat. What does it mean for the Republican Party is, all right, it's still January, but it's the end of January. So the election is in November. John McLaughlin, a couple of things may happen. Now, what, what if Omicron, for example, becomes the endemic, um, which we which would be a great thing. But you can't say that Joe helped in any way because we ran out of tests when we needed them. We ran out of monoclonal antibodies when we needed them. He didn't mass produce the antivirals you know, going into the holidays when we could have anticipated that we would need them. Um, that would be one thing. I don't know what impact, say, an overturning of Roe at the Supreme Court might have on the elections. Your thoughts? Well, on Roe v. Wade, if they, if they overturn, it's going to be let the states decide. So, you know, you'll have states like New York and California where when a baby's born, if the kid can walk, they can still have an abortion. But, the, uh, uh, but in other states, they'll get to you know, have reasonable restrictions on abortion. So, but that's that's just one issue that the Democrats are going to try to change the subject with. The bad part is I spent last week in Europe because I worked for Prime Minister Orban. I mean, what they're looking at, Joe Biden is, is probably trying to do for Ukraine what he did for Afghanistan, which means surrender. So the world is, is not a safe place right now. And no matter how the Democrats try to change the subject, they're still saddled with Joe Biden. And 60% of all voters in our survey think Biden should have a cognitive test and make it public. So, you know, you've got, you've got a situation here where whether it's the economy, the prices are too high, gasoline's too much, uh, people are worried about shortages now. The economy, they said it's getting worse, 62 to 35. And now they're worried about national security crisis. Well, it's fair game to shoot the police in New York and other places in the country. The DA, DA Bragg in Manhattan says it should be a misdemeanor if you assault a cop. I mean, it's unbelievable what's going on. So the voters want change, and they can't. The primaries are going to set the tone for the election. You will see Trump candidates win those primaries and move on to win in November. 
So what it, what what does it mean for a president when a majority of Americans say that the president is incompetent, or plurality, plurality say Matt Towery that the, the, he's not mentally fit for the office? What what is that? How do you interpret that? Because I don't once once that type of perception in my mind sinks in. It, it, you get to a point of no return where I believe no political figure can recover. Well, and particularly in this case, because it's not going to get any better. I mean, you you, you can't turn around something that that age and time is is causing. So I think they. they I mean, the Democrats clearly have a phenomenally difficult uh, time ahead of themselves right now. John's right. The economy's sinking right now. Uh, people are, are concerned about their own security in their own homes and in their towns, and people don't want to go to these places like New York City anymore. That's affecting travel and commerce. We have a true meltdown in this country beyond anything Jimmy Carter, by the way. This isn't even comparable to Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter may have been a malaise. This is about to become a true disaster. But but I think for the Democrats, you're going to see them have to do what we, and we talked about this a year ago, Sean. At what point does the media start to turn on Joe Biden? I would submit to you they've started to a little bit now. They've completely uh, supported and defended him for the last year. But you can see little cracks in the wall now where the media is beginning to be circumspect because they realize he can't survive. They're not wild about Kamala Harris. So what do we hear about now? Hillary Clinton. If that's what they have, if that's all they have, then they are in deep trouble in the next two to four years. Can can somebody have these kind of numbers where people think you're you're that incompetent that the country's headed in this wrong a direction? Is is there a way to turn that around? Because I would argue, John McLaughlin, the only way to turn it around, for example, on COVID, would be to warp speed monoclonals and antivirals and tests. I would argue if you want to turn around the border crisis, well, that'd be simple. Go back to the Trump policies. If you want to turn around inflation. You have to adopt Trump's economic policies, stop this crap about redistribution and socialism and new green dealism, and also move towards energy independence. Then we, then, then we have likely a disaster. Biden is going to seem feckless and, and totally incompetent even more because I don't think Vladimir Putin is amassing these troops for the fun of it. I think he wants to either, I, I think he has every intention of going into Ukraine. And I believe the Chinese have every intention of reunification with Taiwan, their words, not mine, uh, as they fly, what, 39, you know, f- fighter aircraft jets over over Taiwan airspace over the weekend. So I, I think he's got a lot of crises on his hands that are coming down the line, never mind what happens with Israel and Iran, never mind the disaster that was Afghanistan. Absolutely. And, and, and you can see right now that, I mean, in Europe, all the leaders over there know Biden's weak and feckless and can't, and America's, you know, they're on their own. America, they're, they're not sure of us. And when you look at, like, look at Boris Johnson, he had a scandal in the UK. So he rolled back all the mandates he had, which was unpopular with his base because he was sinking in the polls. Biden has to pull a Bill Clinton right now. The only thing he can do is like Bill Clinton got, you know, they got their butts beat in 94 and we won the House and the Senate. And Bill Clinton said the year of big government's over and he reversed all his policies. All of a sudden he signs on to Newt Gingrich's balanced budget plan, workfare. Uh, he, he did capital gains tax cuts to get the economy going. Biden shows no signs of having that ability to do a complete U-turn and get back with the majority of American voters right now. He, he just seems totally driven by a left-wing, big-government socialist agenda. And so he's not in control, and that's what, that's what scares most Americans. 
I know it scares everybody that I talk to. Quick break. More with our pollsters, uh, John McLaughlin and Matt Towery, 800-941-SEAN. Our number will get to your calls straight ahead. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News. For fake news, you won't find it here. You're with Sean Hannity on the air now. now. All right, we continue our posters out. Numbers not looking good for Joey. Uh, John McLaughlin, Matt Towery are with us. Um, so for the Republican Party, I mean, I saw your poll, John, about Trump leads any other potential 2024 presidential candidate. Um, I don't know if he's going to run. When I asked him, Matt Towery, on Thursday night of last week on my TV show, uh, he says, I think you'll like my answer. I interpreted that meaning that he's going to run. Ron DeSantis is running for re-election as governor this year. I, I think he'll win that easily. I hope he does. He's done a good job down there. Uh, what? All right. Assuming Republicans take the House, and I think they've got an awfully good shot at the Senate. Um, what does that mean for 2024? Because I don't exactly see a deep bench for the Democrats right now. Do you? No, I don't. And let me just say this about Trump. I, I, I'm constantly hearing people say, oh, I wish we could have someone else who's not as polarizing. They don't realize that Donald Trump is the one individual who can motivate as many voters that turned out in, in 2020 to come back out to the polls. Most Republicans don't inspire that kind of turnout. With respect to Ron DeSantis, I, 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 you know, I will confess I had a discussion with him last week. I don't think it's anything that I have to hide. He says that the media is trying to get the gen up this battle between he and Donald Trump, that it doesn't exist, and I take him at his word. Now, if Trump doesn't run, you have DeSantis, you have Mike Pompeo, you have a lot of other candidates who could run on the Republican side that would be strong. On the Democratic side, their problem is they have given way to the extreme left, and the extreme left not only controls their politics, but you asked just a minute ago, could Biden turn things around? No, he can't, because in this case, the people working in his government are not loyal to Joe Biden. They are loyal to a political philosophy that goes way to the left of the way Biden ran in 2020, and they're not going to give up. So Biden couldn't reverse this if he wanted to. He's not like Bill Clinton. The people in that office right now, those offices, he feels bureaucracy, they're not like it. Last question. Florida, I'm talking about the Senate now. Florida, uh, Georgia, North and South Carolina, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, Nevada, Arizona. How many of those seats can Republicans win, John McLaughlin? Uh, they can win them all, and I think they're going to broaden the broaden the field to Connecticut and Colorado, and uh, and possibly you know surprise some Democrats, where not only will we knock off the four Democrats who are in trouble in the battleground states, we may pick up a couple more uh, because it's it right now if the Democrats don't change, we're going to have a wave election, and the Republicans are going to have both the Senate and the House. Last word, Matt. I agree with John. The toughest state of all will be the state of Georgia. Oh, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Herschel Walker. I think he could do it'll well. Be a, it'll be a tough state because of the demographics and because of Stacey Abrams running it. Herschel's the best possible candidate to try to pull it off, but it's going to be tough in that state. All right. John McLaughlin, Matt Towery, our pollsters. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program.
them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. Uh, you want to be a part of the program. This, let me play from this weekend, Chucky e. Todd discussing Biden's dragging poll numbers. Our new NBC News poll suggests Mr. Biden does need a reset because he's lost his identity a bit. He's no longer seen as competent and effective. He's no longer seen as a good commander in chief or perhaps most damaging as easygoing and likable. In fact, just 5% of adults say Mr. Biden has performed better than expected as president. One of the many lowest firsts and fewests in our poll. And as we kick off our Meet the Midterms coverage heading into November, the NBC News political unit developed what we're calling a midterm meter. It's based on previous election cycles. It's basically three poll numbers you need to know best. I'm gonna start with the perhaps the most important number to understand. Uh, the direction of the midterms, its job approval here, the president's job approval rating sitting at 43 percent. If you look at history, history shows that kind of presidential approval rating leads to a shellacking for the party in power. How about the mood of the nation? Well, let me show you this right now. Our wrong track, nation's on the wrong track number, sitting at 72 percent. Second poll in a row where we've been over 70 percent. This is only the third time in our poll's history over 30 years where we've had two tracks that uh, were that off. That, again, would put you in shellacking territory for the party in power. But the one place Democrats are holding up okay is on the question of which party should control Congress. Basically a dead heat, one-point advantage there. But most analysts will tell you Democrats have to be about, up about four or five due to their uh, due to redistricting in order to actually hold the House here. So that puts it in the middle. But as you can see, two of our three most important indexes is sitting in shellacking territory right now for the Democrats. This is a dangerous place for the party and the president to be at the one-year mark of this presidency. Wow. I mean, that's NBC News. I mean, that he's a chief propagandist for the Democrats, and even they're recognizing the inevitable here. There is one thing, though. If you go back to, for example, the, the years when Republicans would pick up 50, 60 seats in the House, they're so close now, what, three, four-seat margin in the House and 50-50 in the Senate, that there may not be, for example, if they win 30 seats and they don't win 50 seats, doesn't mean it's not a shellacking. It just means that we were very, much closer than, say, the times Republicans had 176 members and they needed a massive wave election. Um, with that still, we don't know the impact that um, redistricting is going to have in these states as well. Um, never underestimate Republicans' ab- ability to screw up uh, that type of redistricting efforts. But anyway, let's get to our phones in the meantime. Uh, let's say hi to Linda's in Virginia. Linda, how are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. I just wanted to call and say thank you, first of all, because... <laughs> Honestly, until I heard you over and over and over on the radio saying, you know, talk to your doctor regarding COVID and do what's best for you instead of what, you know, the president or whoever else Fauci is saying. And so me and my family did that. We went to the doctor. We came up with a COVID plan. If somebody gets COVID, what do we do instead of, you know, trying to find answers then? And we came up with a plan um of what she would do and based on our medical history what she will prescribe or or not prescribe for us and we've done that several people in my family i have a large family 
several people have gotten COVID. Unfortunately, we called the doctor. She called in, you know, what we each had decided on. Thankfully, you know, they had rather mild cases. You know, it, uh, what you're saying, it's funny you say this because I'm telling more and more people, to, like a friend of mine, a little bit older than I am, um, has grandkids, and and two of them are positive for COVID. And I said mm. to this person, who has other medical conditions, which I would never share, um, I said, have you, t and, and just has done a great job of kind of keeping isolated, down low, avoiding it. Uh, it's kind of hard. Omicron is so contagious. I mean, if you're in the same room with somebody, it's like you can get it. One doctor told me, and take this for what it's worth, uh, he said it's about as close to airborne without being airborne. That, that's how contagious this thing is. But, but wow. what I said is now everybody would be wise for everyone to follow what you're doing. That is have a plan. Talk to your doctor ahead of time. Do your research ahead of time. This way right. you don't all of a sudden get a positive COVID test and then you're like, okay, what did, what did Hannity say again? You know, or, or he right. said, to, you know, I, I, the I reason. Regeneron. Well, monoclonal antibodies, there are different variations, by the way. The one that works best yeah. for COVID, it turns out, is the GSK Sotrovimab, it's called. And it, it, look, it's your doctor would know that, but it's in short supply still. I mean, it's been in short supply now for a month, for, no, for two months or whatever length of time since Omicron started. You know, they said, well, we didn't see the we didn't see this coming. How could you not see it coming? Now, let's prepare for the next wave, the next variant, the next whatever. Now's the time to have enough tests, enough antivirals, enough monoclonals and and build it out. But, you know, nobody's going to listen to me. Um, I did. <laughs> what's that? I did. I'm glad I'm glad your family's healthy. Most people I know that are getting Omicron are not having very, very severe cases. So I've Now, I do know people that have had. I know people that have died from Omicron. And, you know, we talked about Joe Bastardi's parents. God bless them. I mean, they they died within 10 minutes of each other last week. Mm, and, I heard that station. And I had gotten in touch. By the time I got in touch with them, it was like day 10. It was too late. And there was not right. much that we could do. And Well, and you've always said as soon as you test positive... You need the to minute try and you, find. Yes, and have a plan. Like, talk to your doctor ahead of time. If I test positive, I want to know where I can go to get monoclonal antibodies. Uh, right. Do you advise? Do you advise that I do that? And the, um, every doctor I know swears by them. So, and my, anecdotally, anybody that I know that's gotten them early, in every single case, felt better. Usually within twenty-four to seventy-two hours, the latest, but they feel a dramatic difference. But that, but that's taken early. That's within. I, I suggest get them infused or take the shots within the first forty-eight hours. But, I don't you know, know check why with your doctor. our federal government isn't telling everybody to do that instead of just take the shot. Well, you because know? they have one size fits all medicine. All they ever want to talk about is the vaccine and the booster. The booster, the vaccine. The va right. okay. Well, now fully vaccinated people with boosters and natural immunity are all getting COVID anyway. So at this point, you gotta you gotta start now adapting and following the science, as they like to say, and that would be right. therapeutics. And, and you know, we are not vaccinated. We chose not to. Okay. And the only person is is my daughter, who is a registered nurse, and she had to to keep her job. Right. But we chose not to.
Uh, anyway, I'm just glad everyone's okay. Linda, we went yeah. through this last week, and I said it just before Christmas. I said everybody just because I it was beginning to break out. I saw what was coming. We knew it was contagious. We didn't know at that point how we didn't know if it was as lethal as Delta or not. I didn't know that till after Christmas that it was far less lethal. Thank God, because so many people were getting it. I mean, my phone was ringing off the hook the entire Christmas vacation. But the last words I said before I went on vacation, which is my one long vacation every year, which ended up being Dr. Hannity vacation. Um, what did I say? I said, remember these words, monoclonal antibodies, because I knew I mean, we could see what was happening. We could see this was the most contagious variant to date, right? Very contagious, not as lethal. Correct. So but still, I'm just ask your doctor and then people get mad well why do you have to repeat yourself i'm like because nobody knows well i mean i think last week was uh you know evidence of just how important you know repetition is when it comes to life-saving treatment i don't think you can say that enough you know at the end of the day all right let's let's do a test then we'll go back to our calls for uh, joe just answer this question then i'll put you right back on hold now if you if you test positive or someone you love tests positive for COVID, what are you supposed to do, according to Sean Hannity? What am I supposed to do? I am supposed to call my doctor. Call your doctor and ask about uh, the antibody. <laughs> what? I, hey, what listen, he did better than anybody last week. I'll give you that. Well, I just said it for five five hundred times. What what antibodies are you supposed to ask about? And I can't pronounce it. Monocorn, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. You're good. Ding, Joe. ding, 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 ding. He wins ding, ding, in my ding. book. Chris in Maryland, if if you if you get a positive COVID test or someone you love, what 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 advice would I give you? I'm saying call the doctor, get the monoclonal antibiotics. Ask your doctor about monoclonal antibodies, and and I'll add to that. And these new antivirals, although I don't know much about them, so but there's apparently one by Pfizer. I know Doctor Oz is really high on it. All right, stay right there, Chris. We're gonna we'll get back to you, Pete in Oklahoma. If you get a positive COVID test, what are you supposed to do? Call your doctor and ask about monoclonal antibodies and therapeutics. Good answer. Uh, stay right there, Lucky in Georgia. What are you supposed to do if you if you get a positive test or someone you love does? Oh, you get the monoclonal antibodies, like you've been telling us. <laughs> I don't know about you, doctor. Sean, but I am thrilled with this caller bank. <laughs> I am be, I am so proud right now. This is amazing. Like, I, this, I, is, this is what we want. No, I had been frustrated that, and we'll bring up Joe from New Jersey again. Joe, I've been frustrated because people that I know that should know this, you know, don't remember and I'm like, right. I got to just keep saying it because nobody's understanding. I want everybody to understand it at this point. And <laughs> even if I have to sound like a broken record, and I'll tell you why, I love this audience. You've made my life what it, the dreams come true. And I don't want anybody in this audience dying from this crap. I've seen enough people die from this thing. And, Sean, that's one of the biggest things for me is um, I was released from my job in March of 2021 after my company had us train our farm replacements and COVID came out, I've applied to 725 jobs since my release from the company. I'm losing my house. I've taken all the money out of my 401k. I've taken all the money out of my savings. I don't have a penny to my name at this point anymore. I have four kids. 
I've lost my health insurance. My oldest all right, son has all autism. right. Slow down. I got the picture now. I want to ask you a few questions. Uh, what did you do for a living? And if you feel comfortable, you don't have to answer this. Uh, about how much money were you making? I I uh, was a financial analyst, like uh, billing analyst, government analyst, stuff like that. Okay, and can you give a salary range? Yeah, I was uh, about one twenty range in that area. Jobs right now are at a premium. I'm I'm shocked. I mean, are you just applying what? online because their jobs are readily available that I know of around the country? I don't know in your specific field, but there are jobs available in a lot of places right now, and I got to imagine no. that your skill set especially in, in in and around New York and Wall Street, that you'd be able to find something. So I've had interviews, and I've made it to the final round in all the interviews I've gotten. With um, every interview I've had, people telling me I did a wonderful job. Um, they've never had somebody interview the way I did. Uh, the knowledge base I had on about the job, the knowledge base about the company, but the last question I was asked every single time was, are, are, you, vaccinated? are you vaccinated? And you said no. And I, yes, because I have an autoimmune disease that um, I get blood clots in my lungs. It doesn't form in my legs or anywhere else. Do you, do you explain that to them as well? Yes, I explained to them that See, I have all the But I would imagine that you don't work. You could probably work from home, can't you? It sounds like it's work that would, you'd probably be able to do from home or maybe start yeah. your own little business at home. Um, look, I, you're you're in a tough spot because these yeah, companies... I mean, it's, it's, it's hard looking at my kid, Sean, because I have $3 in my bank account right now, and I've absolutely maxed out everything I could with trying to make sure they had food on the table. My kids are allergic to gluten, they're allergic to dairy. So a loaf of bread that costs somebody 99 cents for me, it's $8, you know, all this stuff. And I, I'm at a loss. I'm, I, I get two hours of sleep a night because I get, all up right, let's, so let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to get your information. And if anybody out there that's listening has a job, especially in your field, uh, if we, we're going to we're going to try and help you out. So stay on hold. Let's see what we can do. Uh, I don't want you losing sleep and getting a heart attack over this. Uh, there are jobs available. There are work at home opportunities, especially in, it sounds like in your field. So stay right there and my my team will take care of you. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Quick break. We'll come back more on the other side. All right, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News, James O'Keefe. Also, here we go, round five. It's Geraldo and Dan Bongino. I could get a little spicy at times. Dr. Oz is on tonight. Uh, Ari Fleischer, Kaylee McEnany, Dan Hoffman, 9 Eastern, set your DVR, Hannity, Fox News. I promise you, news you'll never get from the media mob. That's all the time we have left for today. We'll see you tonight, back here tomorrow. You make this show possible. We can't thank you enough. 